Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. It's time for the Sunday Service. This is a bonus program for listeners of the Green Industry Podcast interested in learning more about the Bible and what it means to have a relationship with the Lord. Paul Jameson shares his passion for knowing God and believes that no matter how badly you've messed up in life, God loves you and wants you to know Him. Today's episode is not sponsored content and does not necessarily represent the views and or opinions of the advertisers heard on the Green Industry Podcast. You are welcome to send a direct message to Paul on Instagram with your questions and comments. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us today. And now here's the Sunday service with Paul Jameson. Hey, what's up, friends? Paul Jamison here. Welcome back to the Sunday service. I'm excited today to share about some blessings of the Lord when we walk in holiness and integrity. We walk in the ways of God. We're going to take a look back in Deuteronomy. This is in the Old Testament, chapter 28. And there's some details of what happens when we honor God's commandments and the blessings that follow. And then we're not going to get into it today. But then there's a bunch of consequences of disobedience. When we don't live right, we don't honor God, there's curses that follow. However, when we honor God, there are blessings that follow. So I'm going to say a quick word of prayer, and then we're going to dive deep into this ancient text in the book of Deuteronomy. Father of glory, thank you for our time together today. I pray you would open the eyes of our understanding and Light our hearts on fire, God, to want to live for you, to want to experience the fullness of your blessings, and that we truly would walk in your ways. God, give us grace to do so. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, so we're going to dive right into this. This is Deuteronomy chapter 28. Now it shall be, if you diligently obey the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commandments, which I command you today, the Lord, your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. And so in future weeks, the blueprint around here is I want to continue to walk through Matthew 5, 6, and 7, the Sermon on the Mount, and we'll actually look at the commandments of Jesus. And so it's one thing to actually read them, to hear them, but it's a whole nother reality to actually live them out, to actually be doers of the word, and not merely hearers who deceive ourselves. So the Lord says that we need to diligently obey. He didn't just say obey. He said diligently obey all that the Lord your God commands us. And he also puts in there the word being careful to do all his commandments. And as I read this, those two words, diligent and careful, kind of pop off the page. We are stewards of our ear gate, 
meaning what goes into our ear will influence our brain cells, will influence our life. We are stewards of our eye gate, what we allow our eyes to look upon, we are responsible for. And so we need to be diligent. We need to be careful how we live because when we obey the Lord and we actually honor his commandments with our life, then blessings will follow. Verse two, all these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you obey the Lord your God. So that bunch of um, false teaching out there is, oh, God's going to bless you. God's going to bless you. And people are still living raggedy. People are still living a compromised life in sin and expect the real authentic blessings of God. And it doesn't work like that. You, you can't live in sin, live in rebellion and expect the blessings of God. But rather the opposite happens. The curses will come upon the disobedient. Verse four, blessed shall be the offspring Pardon me, verse three, I skipped it over. Let's rewind. Blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country. So this is, I'm now gonna go through a list of blessings with the prerequisite that we are honoring God's commandments. We are diligently obeying God. We're being careful and we are truly walking in his ways. If we do that, we'll be blessed when we go into the city. We'll be blessed when we go into the country. Hallelujah. We'll be blessed shall be the offspring of your body and the produce of your ground and the offspring of your beast and the increase of your herd and the young of your flock. And so your animals and your children, the ground that you work on, it will actually be blessed when we diligently, carefully obey God. Blessed shall be your basket and your netting bowl Blessed shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out. I want that. I want to be blessed when I arrive, blessed when I depart. Deuteronomy 28 verse seven, the Lord shall cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you. They will come out against you one way and will flee before you seven ways. There's, so many illustrations of this throughout human history where people will turn to God and praise and prayer, repentance, returning to the Lord and their enemies just about have them. And then the enemy camp, if you will, they turn on each other and scatter seven ways and the Lord is victorious. Well, we can't expect that outcome when we're living in disobedient. This is more incentive to live right before God and he will be our judge and defender. Verse eight, the Lord will command the blessing upon you in your barns and in all that you put your hand to do. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God gives you. I don't know about you, my friends, but I want my barns to be blessed. I want my, the work of my hands to be blessed, making this you know, into the reality of our life I want my podcast to be blessed. I want my business to be blessed. I want my bank accounts to be blessed. I mean, let's just be real here. The barns and the work that we do, you know, in modern day, that's our financial life and our uh, work life. I want it to be blessed. I want it to be uh, favorable before the Lord. Deuteronomy 28 verse nine. And again, as I read all these, you got to continue to remember, this is for those who diligently obey the Lord, being careful to do all his commandments living 
in holiness and integrity is of the utmost importance. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself as he swore to you. If you keep the commandments of the Lord, your God and walk in his ways. And so there's more emphasis here on keeping God's commandments and walking in his ways. It's so vital. It's so crucial to us walking in the fullness of God's destiny for our life that we walk in his ways. Verse 10, so all the peoples of the earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord and they will be afraid of you. I take it as the just a great compliment. I've heard this for many people when they say, I'm afraid of you, Paul. And they don't mean that in an intimidating way that I'm, you know, flashing a pistol or, you know, coming with a sword, but what they mean, it's, it's a compliment that the fear of God will fall on others when they get around somebody who is living right. And I can relate to this with others where I'll be around somebody and I am afraid of them. Like they can look right into my soul and read my mail, if you will. Just they're in such a place in God that it's scary. This is an example in the first century. There was a a married couple, Ananias and Sapphira, and I hope I'm saying their name right. And they went out and they uh, sold some property and they, uh, made a profit on it and they they came back and they were going to give a portion of that uh, to the local church there. And then they were going to uh, hid, hide some of the money for their own, um, you know, pursuits, but they were going to lie about it so that they could have more money. So I believe it was Peter, they go before him and he says, how much, you know, what's the transaction for? And just ask a simple question. And the uh, lady lied and said it was this amount when really it wasn't. And as she lied, she literally died in his presence. She just fell dead for lying. And then the spouse came in five minutes later and, and, and Peter says the same thing. He says, hey, how much did you sell that for? And they lied because they, the, they were conspiring to lie together. And then the husband lies, he falls dead. Both husband, both wife, same day fall dead because they lied in the presence of a saint of God. It really happened on the planet, folks. Well, guess what happened to everyone who watched that? They were afraid of Peter. They were afraid of the first century Christians because they're like, you don't even lie. You don't tell a white little lie about anything. Or you just, I mean, the, the consequences, you just fall over dead in the presence of God. They were afraid of the apostles. And it says that all the way back in Deuteronomy chapter 28. So all the peoples of the earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord and they will be afraid of you. And beloved, God is going to raise up these real Christians as we get closer to the Lord Jesus's returns that are the real deal, that are authentic, that live when no one's watching behind closed doors they actually are diligently obeying God. In the hiddenness, in the secret places, they're actually being careful to do all that God uh, commands. There's purpose and focus on walking in his ways, keeping his commandments in private, and then in public, the favor of God will be on our life that people will actually be afraid of us. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 28 verse 11 
The Lord will make you abound in prosperity. I don't know about you, friend, but I want to abound in prosperity and the offspring of your body and in the offspring of your beast and in the produce of your ground and in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers, which the Lord swore to your fathers to give you. The Lord will open for you his good storehouse, the heavens to reign to your land in its seasons and to be blessed all the, and to bless all the work of your hand and you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. People ask me all the time why I'm so anti-debt. It says in the Bible, but you shall not borrow. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 12. I'll read it one more time for the peanut gallery. Deuteronomy chapter 28. And you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. The blessing of God on our life is that we do not borrow, but we abound in prosperity. When you abound in prosperity, God's way, we don't have to borrow. Amen. Moving right along, Deuteronomy 28, verse 13. I'm just reading the Bible, friends. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail, and you will be above and you will not be underneath. Friends, I've been in that uh, curse before where I was the tail and life circumstances was just dragging me around. I consider it to like if you go out on the boat and you're on on the back of the boat on the tube, you know, the rope connects the tube to the boat and then, you know, the captain of the boat's just yanking you around whichever way the boat goes and you're the kind of the tail. Well, when we are living right before God and following his commandments, we don't have to be the tail, but we can be the head. We don't have to be underneath, but we can be above. If you listen to the commandments of the Lord, your God, which I charge you today to observe them carefully. Again, this is just uh, sandwiched and saturated with observing his commandments carefully, walking in his ways, keeping the commandments of God, being diligent to obey, being careful. And do not turn aside from any of the words which I command you today to the right or to the left to go after other gods to serve them. So I'm going to stop it right there. The next portion of scripture Verse 15, all the way through, let me switch over here. It's pages of pages through verse 68. That's a lot. That's about two full pages of my Bible are the curses that you'll experience if you disobey God. And it is scary. And so I know I'm just uh, emphasizing the blessings of abounding in prosperity and all the favor of coming and going and, and having the blessing of God on our life. But again, I know I am overemphasizing, but I don't think you can overemphasize how important it is that we truly live wholly before God with integrity, squeaky clean, because that is how we get blessed by God is in our, the posture of our heart wanting to live right before him. And the harder we try to live right, the more we realize we need God's grace to empower us to do it. If you just try to grit your teeth and do it in your own strength, we will fail. But when we lean into God's grace, it's not so we can cover up our sin, it's so he can empower us so we don't have to sin. We can live right. And it makes us appreciate the blood of Jesus, that he died for our sins that our sins can be forgiven and that the power of God can be unleashed into our life, that we truly can walk with God in his ways and experience the abundant life that he has for us. 
Amen, amen, and amen. Well, folks, I hope you enjoyed this week's Sunday service. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.